0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Monday, the 17th of May. Today we're talking the return of Sandpapergate, our next Olympic medal hunter, and a posthumous welcome to the NBA Hall of Fame. But first, Yes, the NRL's magic round in Brisbane has come to an end for 2021. 16 clubs, eight games over three action-packed days at one stadium. But apparently, the real magic of the weekend was in how many players the referees could make disappear from the field. Direct, forceful, you charge off the line, you're offside as well. You're off. Straight off. Off. high contact, direct, forceful, and it's after the pass. You're off. Tyrell Fumato, set off It's forceful, unnecessary contact. It's on report and in the bin. Yeah, it is a straight send-off. Josh Papali is out of the game. The NRL announced there would be zero tolerance for high tackles during the weekend, and it showed. 14 sin bins three send-offs, and no doubt one of the busiest nights in the history of the NRL judiciary coming up this week, with over 20 players placed on report across the weekend. But if you're expecting some sort of an apology from NRL CEO Andrew Abdo over the crackdown, think again. We're doing this for the right reason. We're doing this so that the game will be relevant into the long term. We're doing this to protect the safety of our players, who are unbelievable athletes playing an incredibly physical game. We're talking about taking the responsible leadership position of eliminating the damage that can be done to dangerous head-eye shots. i make no apologies for that. Abdo on Channel Nine Sunday Footy Show not taking a backward step. But I think I've found what's wrong with this whole situation. Sometimes the media uh, take a position, uh, and Rugby League, you know, I think it does this unfortunately too often, it takes a position that looks for what's wrong rather than what's right. But I think the fans um, accept what we're doing, and I think they're supportive of it, and I think the fans out here have had a great two days. OK, well, fine. I'll just keep that 100% perfect solution to this whole problem to myself. From Shane Gould's five medal haul as a 15-year-old in Munich 1972, to Stephanie Rice's three gold medal performance in Beijing in 2008, we Aussies love it when a new swimming superstar announces themselves on the Olympic stage. And this year in Tokyo we might have another one. We put as much pressure as we can on these kind of meets, get the most race practice we can. I mean, it's nothing compared to trials. Um, you know, I'm expecting a lot more nerves there. Kaylee McEwen is the name. And what's even more remarkable... I was only 19. The Queensland teenager McEwen set fire to the pool over the weekend at the Sydney Open, setting records in the 200 metres, 100 metres and 50 metre backstroke events in the final meet before the official Olympic trials, McEwan set a national record with the fourth fastest 200 backstroke in history. Two minutes 4.31 under a second outside American Reagan Smith's world record. That result on Friday night was backed up by her 100 metre backstroke performance on Saturday that saw her record the second fastest ever swim over the distance. So, with the Olympic trials taking place in Adelaide next month, McEwen's message is a simple one. Don't you- Kobe Bryant was a high school phenom from Lower Marion, Pennsylvania when he walked onto the NBA stage in 1996. And over the weekend, Kobe Bryant officially became a member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. The five-time NBA champion and 18-time All-Star who died tragically in a helicopter crash along with his 13-year-old daughter Gianna in January last year was represented on stage by his wife Vanessa and idol and friend, Michael Jordan. Bianca and Capri, I'm so happy you're here to see this tonight. Daddy was incredible. He loves you girls so very much. Congratulations, baby. All of your hard work and sacrifices paid off. Vanessa Bryant speaking on behalf of her late husband, who is the fourth highest scorer in NBA history and was the first professional athlete ever to win an Oscar. You did it. You're in the Hall of Fame now. You're a true champ. You're not just an MVP, you're an all-time great. I'm so proud of you. I love you forever and always. Kobe, Bean, Bryant. Beautiful words from Vanessa, but why don't we leave the final words to the man himself? The most important thing is how your career moves and touches those around you, and how it carries forward to the next generation. Remember Sandpaper Gay? I just want to say I'm sorry and for the pain that I've brought to Australia and, and the fans and the public. It's devastating and I'm truly sorry. Yeah, that incident that made Steve Smith cry way back in 2018 when Smith, David Warner and the other guy, uh, what was it, Cam Bancroft, Decided it would be a good idea to use sandpaper on the ball in a Test match against South Africa. It's a very sad day for Australian cricket. Then, Cricket Australia CEO James Sutherland summing up the national mood perfectly. So the culprits were punished. Tim Payne stepped into the Test captaincy, and we all moved on, right? Oh well, yes, sir. Because while Smith and Warner have since returned to the national setup, Cam Bancroft is in England preparing to play county cricket. And while giving an interview to the Guardian newspaper, Bancroft hinted that the sandpaper plot might have been bigger than just the three punished players. It's a conspiracy, man! When asked if some of the Australian bowlers knew about the plan, Bancroft responded by saying, quote, yeah, look, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, end quote. And if by self-explanatory he means that some of the Aussie bowlers at the time knew about the tampering plan, it would be a bad look for Cricket Australia, whose investigation at the time cleared everyone else other than the three main players of any wrongdoing or knowledge of the plot. And all of this should make a lovely little welcome home for Pat Cummins, who was one of the bowlers in that test match and who's also due to land in Sydney today after escaping India's COVID pandemic. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Monday, the 17th of May. Don't forget you can follow the scorecard on Instagram at the scorecard au. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow for another fast, fun hit of sport. Listener.